I'm Jenny, this is my first five after five. I'm Meredith, this is my second five after five. This is Michaela, and also my first five after five. And I'm Dylan. Uh, and this is 14 Speaks. This is 14 Speaks. <laughs> Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of 14 Speaks, a 14 East Magazine podcast. I'm Jenny Holtz. And I'm Dylan Vansicle. On this episode, we'll talk about our first experience at Whole Foods 5 After 5, a DePaul tradition. But first, we'll chat with associate editor Michaela Rose Price and web developer Meredith Melland. Last week, they had the chance to interview New York Times executive editor Bikay, the Center for Journalism Integrity and Excellence Awards. ish we had to set up and set up the the room for Dean McKay and Lourdes to come in and then they arrived between 9 and 9:15 and um, various student media outlets were there for a panel discussion and then that that took place for an, about an hour and then we did individual student media interviews with Dean McKay of the New York Times and with Lourdes Dorte of WGN and then about around noon, there was the banquet celebrating their awards. And that was also about an hour long. And they both gave speeches and Bekay took some questions. Michaela, what did you do at this event? What was it like for you? So I wasn't part of AR or advanced reporting. So when I came in, I felt kind of like the oddball in the group. But it was really cool to be so close to someone at the very top of like the journalism world. What did both of you uh, learn from this experience interviewing someone literally at the top of the most powerful news uh, paper, arguably, in the world? I think it was a good reminder that people at the top are human, even if they might not seem like it. He was very normal, and he was willing to be open about basically anything connected to the times or his career, and he really welcomed questions of any kind, which was refreshing. And I think he had a lot of good thoughts about the future of news and how you like you can't really hold on to the same model forever. I think what I really liked about meeting and seeing Dean Bacay in real life was that he was the same as he was on screen. Like I watched a few interviews beforehand and he acted just the same just as humble, whether he was talking to us or when he was interviewing Jay-Z or talking to Carol. And it was relieving to hear what he had to say about the future of journalism and that, like Meredith said, that there's the methods are changing and how we're writing and how it looks on screen and how media is more important. And also how important local journalism is and that it's dying. And it kind of motivated us to, like, you know, push harder. And I'm really happy to be with Fortinis because I feel like we're going in the right direction that journalism needs to go. 
Final question. What was it like to hear someone speak so optimistically about journalism in general while acknowledging that it's changing? Was that uh, refreshing for you two uh, when comparing it to your own experiences as emerging reporters? I think it, it was refreshing because it wasn't like a blind optimism because he's so informed based on his position. He's very aware of what the media landscape is. And he had practical things to say about how people talk about like media distrust as like a larger thing that encompasses a lot of different things and might not include local news. He talked about how people probably don't hate their local news TV stations, but they might hate something like Huffington Post or something like that, like something they think is more clickbaity or less relevant to them. And yeah, I think what he said about how newsrooms have to determine the difference between tradition and habit is worthwhile because I do think that, you know, the world is constantly changing. That's the whole business of news. And the only way we can continue to inform people at the rate we want to is to change. Yeah, it was really motivating for me because I felt like hearing it from him, I felt confident that I would find a place and that whatever that place would be is that it was needed in the role of journalism, whether it be local or something big. It's all meaningful and impactful. And he said that journalism is a necessity not only morally, but just to live our daily lives. And so that is why we will always have it. You can read the rest of Michaela and Meredith's story at 14eastmag.com. Meredith joined us at the Fullerton Whole Foods for a sacred DePaul tradition, five after five. And I'll admit, uh, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know if it was five on five, five for five, five during five, five at five. Five on it. Five on it. Uh, great song. I didn't have a clue what this was. I, I'm unfamiliar with DePaul traditions, but I heard there was wine, so we rolled with it. I had heard about it just about every Friday since I started at DePaul four years ago. You just have to be on campus to know about it, basically. I think so. Yeah, it's very much, well, it's accessible because it's, well, it's at every Whole Foods, I believe, but the Fullerton Whole Foods is right by campus, so it's accessible, easy for people to go if they're on campus working, or especially if like people are like living on campus, it's right there. It's a simple meeting spot. It's a cheap place to get a few glasses of wine. It's so cheap. Well, if you have your own Whole Foods issued wine glass <laughs> for the Fullerton yep. Whole Foods printed on there, it's only five bucks. 7.63 is the more accurate. Yeah, but the five after five is referring to the time and the number of bites and, and pours. <laughs> not to the price, but I always thought it was the price. It's not. 7.63 after five. It doesn't have the same ring to it. No, it doesn't. Not at all. So, Jenny, let's talk about the wine that was there. I'm not a wine person. Nor am I. <laughs> Neither one of us are, but we aren't opposed to the experience of drinking wine. Yeah, I will try every wine. Especially when it's cheap. For especially sure. if it's good cheap wine. I mean, a good bottle of wine for me is something very cheap because I immediately go to the cold drink section and buy a bottle of 7-Up. To go with your wine? To go with my wine. You make your own wine it's, cooler? It's a mixed drink. It, it's a wine cooler. It's <laughs> a wine cooler. I just admitted to that. Uh, wow. Yes. I am very much a barefoot person. I know my way around the barefoot section or the two buck chuck. Well, then there's the three dollar uh, Trader Joe's wine that That's has the fancy. reusable cork. <laughs> oh <something>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say, whoa, this is too much for me. 
Yeah. Wine for me, if I think that it's French wine or another country or something, I immediately assume it's better. If it's more than $5, that's fancy. Yes. <laughs> you uh -huh. can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> So this first wine, the Blanco, it was full-bodied, but firm, acidity and minerality. So it's a crystal, basically. <laughs> we drank crystal wine. That's what you get at Whole Foods for $5. Yeah, it was good. I liked this one. I really like white wine, and I was annoyed that there was only one white wine out of all of our pours. Mm, yeah, because obviously I'm not a wine aficionado, so I think like white meat goes with white wine, dark meat goes with red wine, White cheese. <laughs> so dark <laughs> cheese. So red cheese. You have your cheddars. You have your Americans that go with red wine. Yeah, I mean, I thought they would do something like two whites, a rosé, and then two reds. Mm. But there was no rosé, so that was controversial. No rosé. Um, yeah, but there was but a controversial kind at the very end that we'll get to. Yeah, but I don't understand rosé, just a side note. I don't believe that it's not white wine with a few drops of red. I thought it was like, sparkling is, wine. <laughs> well, it can be, but... Yeah, it was sweet. It, it was, was good. It was tasty. I liked uh, the bite. We drank it all. I like a you soft like the cheese. Bite? It was very buttery, very brie-like, not super strong. It was and good. You had those Effie's Oat cakes to yeah, wash the cheese down so with. so fancy. And then we had that first sip in the dairy section mm -hmm. slash produce area. Yep. And we walked upstairs to the freezer section next to the fish to get our second pour, which was a Zinfandel, which is a red. It's a very sweet one. Honestly, the Zinfandel from two to four all tasted very similar to me. Okay. Um, I may have enjoyed them a little too quickly. <laughs> they may have given us heavy pours. Yes, that's another thing. Yeah, the pours it. were not, this was not a wine tasting. This was four glasses of wine and then a sample. This was a wine drinking event. This yeah. was not a wine tasting event. This uh, is called don't get drunk in the bread aisle. Like that's what this really You gotta is. make it to the end. You gotta make it in, It's in, difficult. You start to stray. You have to time it out. You've got enough time till they run out of wine. They do stop pouring around seven. And then you start running into every person you've ever met. There were a lot of people we haven't met. There's a lot of people you know. Uh, yeah, I ran into every white person I know. And? <laughs> like literally all of them. And I made a new friend. Yeah. But just, uh, I guess we want to describe what it was like to even be there because we were, it was by the bread and dairy, but this whole thing was in Whole Foods. It was very strange, yes, we were just drinking, but as I said, the different stops are like throughout the stores. So we were- First one was down, was we were the first moving. one downstairs. So yeah, we started downstairs between the dairy and the produce section, then we went upstairs, and the second drink was like in the frozen food section, but we drank it next to the almond butter. We ended up by the olives for a while. <laughs> well, and in between then, we grabbed a cart. Yes, to carry the backpacks. That was your idea, right? Yes. Had to load our stuff in there. We so, had a pro tip. Mm -hmm. If you're gonna do five after five. LPT life pro tip. Get a cart. However, with that, the most important thing to know is that your wine glass does not fit through the um, circular drink hole. Yeah. So don't try. Yeah. Like I did. They paired the Zinfandel with a goat cheese that was very good. I've never tried goat cheese. I will likely never try goat cheese. I've heard it was a delicacy. It was really good and it was an unusual goat cheese because goat cheese is usually like creamy and spreadable, but it was like hard. I, <laughs> I struggle to... I know that probably sounds gross and like weird, but it was good. It was tangy. Tangy, tangy cheese from a goat, folks. <laughs> 
Yes, and um, it went well with the sweet wine. It was good. Goats are good at climbing, um, screaming, and making milk. Triple threats. So we were upstairs for number two. And yes. we stayed there the the rest of the time. Yeah, right? only the first one was on the first floor. I think they try to like not have the store be overflowing when customers are walking in because there are some people who foolishly try to shop during five after five. There's seriously no scenario in which I would imagine being able to get anything productive done shopping wise or just relaxing in general when this event's going. We're having fun looking at all the products of Whole Foods while we drink. Station number three. Station number three. Two more to go. Have seen several DePaul affiliated students or alumna. Friends were made, hearts were broken, but the party lives on in our hearts and in our minds. Yeah, yeah, and you could tell that some people were trying to shop, and then there were employees trying to stock shelves. Oh yeah, that was. You know, when we were over by the almond butter, I think that we had to had to move out of the way a few times with our cart. Yeah, it's difficult. There's a lot of the aisles are small, especially at the Fullerton Whole Foods. It's a small one. I would like to see what it's like at the bigger ones. And these narrow aisles widen our palate. Oh no! And enjoy (laughs) enjoyment (laughs) of wine. That hurt me. <laughs> With stop number three. Oh, the cab salve. The cab salve and going across the pond to enjoy the Irish cheddar cheese. How'd you feel about the cab salve? I don't remember it. It was red. And for our non wine people, cab salve is Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs> Cabernet. <laughs> that was a joke. It's Carol Burnett. Carol Burnett. Savin. Savages. Savignon. Carol Savages. <laughs> what? It's a red. Drink it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's Cabernet Irish, Sauvignon. The right? Irish cheddar cheese, I don't remember it, but I definitely ate some. You ate the cheese, you drank the wine. It was cheese and wine. And I think about stop number three, correct me if I'm wrong, that the Porsche started to get a little less generous. Yes, I think the four and the five were drips. The people, those were drips, and the people working at those stations knew that they were serving wine to people who were a little drunk. And they were probably trying to do a little crowd control with their... We tried to hide in plain sight with our uh, moderate uh, enjoyment of the festivities and products, but they caught us. So we noticed these pores getting a little smaller, but the wine, it's okay if it's not memorable. If it was bad, it would be memorable, right? The fourth one was the Shiraz. Okay. Shiraz. Shiraz. For this one... I took uh, a great liking to the food item, the food offering. It was the one thing I ate. It was a mint dark chocolate covered almond. Those were good. They only give us two though. But I think it was all made up for with the final pour. I know you enjoyed the final pour. I enjoyed the final pour. It was the Tawny Porto. Yes. It's a red wine and it's like a whiskey wine. It was a whiskey wine. I like whiskey. And Porto has uh, links to Portugal. And I'm a little biased because I said, oh, if I like this, I will like the 15 hours I will be in Portugal for this summer. So a lot was hinging on this choice. I was not disappointed. I went a different direction. I was immediately like Natalie Portman likes this. (laughs) (laughs) Does Natalie Portman like port? I hope so. She has to. I think if she doesn't, it's probably offensive to humanity. It's part of the namesake. Yeah, that's like probably what got her through annihilation. Ooh. The bear is in the room. <laughs> We're all going into the shimmer. 
Um, I guess it was the tasting was good for that. I thought, but I I would be I would have concerns having that be my main drink for a night because it's so it's very strong. And I I thought could perhaps be too sweet sometimes. Yeah, it was very sweet, and they paired it with a date and walnut cake that basically tasted like granola. So it was very strange. So for those listening, one consensus conclusion we've um, come to for this experience is that when Whole Foods says they're giving you a cake, they're giving you a cracker. Um, or granola. Or granola. It is not what you think it is. And these are also... I would, this is a PSA. Mm-hmm. PSA. It's and very important. They were also put in these little plastic cups. Bad for the environment. Bad for the environment. Why didn't we have to buy a small plate? So that was a little annoying. One of the other annoyances of it, neither of us are vegan, but one of the people with us, Michaela, Mm -hmm. she's vegan, and most of the bites were cheese. I would like this event to be catered more towards vegans because everything had cheese on it or milk, which is fine. However, at least one station, I would be very happy. And the ones that weren't cheese did not have ingredients listed. So that's definitely something to keep in mind. And also, they only take the first 200 people, which sounds like a lot, but they do get to a point where they turn people away some nights. So try to get there early. It was very, it it was busy. I mean, apparently it's packed up. listening to 14 Speaks. You can read the rest of this week's stories on our website, 14smag.com. I'm Dylan Vansigal. And I'm Jenny Holtz. Thank you to Michaela Rose Price and Meredith Mellon for speaking with us. And thanks to our managing editor, Cody Corral, our editor-in-chief, Madeline Happold, and our faculty sponsor, Amy Merrick. Thanks for listening.